This podcast is sponsored by the California Walnut Board, working for you to build demand. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by your top publications in the industry, West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazines. Here is your host, Jason Scott, publisher and CEO. Hi, and welcome to My Ag Life. Today, we're talking about beneficial birds for codling moth. We're here with Dr. Sasha Heath from the Living Earth Collaborative. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Great. Well, so my first question to you, Dr. Heath, is uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about the collaboration between the Living Earth Collaborative and the UC Cooperative Extension and what prompted the study? Sure. Actually, I did this work um, when I was a graduate student, a, a PhD student at University of California, Davis. Um, in the graduate group in ecology. So my current position with the Living Earth Collaborative is a postdoctoral position that actually isn't associated with that project. Um, so my collaboration with um, Cooperative Extension at the time was that I was um, trying to seek partners to work with um, farmers in the Sacramento Valley because I was curious about questions having to do with bird conservation and ecosystem services that bird can provide to growers. And I was working with the um, California Audubon at the time because they had started a project up with Rachel Long and the University of California Cooperative Extension to try to survey birds in hedgerows that Rachel had been placing in farmlands. So through them, I met her and we started talking about a project where we could actually measure the effects of bird predation on various crops. And she came up with the idea of looking at walnuts because she was concerned with the amount of damage that um, pests like codling moths were causing walnut growers. So what did we learn about the potential for beneficial birds to controlling codling moth in the Sacramento Valley walnut orchards? Well, we learned a lot. Um, a couple things I'll highlight. First thing, we found out that birds indeed do consume large quantities of codling, codling moths. And we already knew that they did this in apple orchards, and we assumed that would be the case in walnuts. Um, but we wanted to experiment to make sure, and definitely we did find that. So the way that we um, measured predation effects of birds on calling moths was I was able to work with USDA um, Agricultural Research Station in Parlier out near Fresno, and I was able to get 2,000 codling moth larvae that they had grown in their um, facility there to do research. And we had these codling moths that went into something called diapause, which is essentially like a hibernation that they go into over winter. And they build cocoons under bark flakes on walnut trees and that sort of thing. So at the research station, they had coaxed these, um, by altering the temperature and the light, they had coaxed these cobbling moth larvae to build cocoons inside of little cardboard cells. And I essentially took those cardboard cells, glued them to walnut trees in orchards, put cages over half of them that would exclude birds from eating them, and then measured the predation between those two sets of larvae. So what are the major beneficial bird species in Sacramento Valley walnut grower areas, and how have they control worm pests? Sure. The, the, the animals that we found, or the birds that we found to be most prevalent in walnut orchards were birds that use trees, large trees. Um, which are obviously found in orchards. So those were woodpeckers. In the Sacramento Valley in particular, it was nuttles, woodpeckers, um, red-shafted flickers, and also a small bird called the nuthatch. So in particular, white-breasted nuthatch were ones that utilized the orchards a lot. And both 
those woodpeckers are nuthatches we caught on video actually consuming codling moths readily. Okay, wow. All right. Well, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. The California Walnut Board and Commission are working to ensure your assessments are working hard for you. From marketing, to research, to education, to trade policy. Together, we are creating momentum for California walnuts. We are expanding new markets, reducing trade barriers, and growing international as well as domestic markets through retail, industrial, and food services channels where it matters most for the California walnut industry. California walnuts, an industry working together. And we're back. We are talking with Dr. Sasha Heath with the Living Earth Collaborative. My next question to you, Dr. Heath, is in addition to codling moths, are there other insect pests where birds can be helpful? Yes, definitely. There have been a whole slew of studies that have been done over the last 10 or 15 years or so um, asking this exact question. So my colleague, uh, Sarah Cross, Dr. Sarah Cross, who at the time was a postdoc at UC Davis and with the um, Smith Fellowship, um, she actually studied bird predation of pests in tomatoes and sunflowers and in alfalfa. And in alfalfa, for example, she found that birds reduced the, um, the alfalfa avid, aphid by about 35%, I think it was. Um, so there, in addition to in the Sacramento Valley, there are many studies that have been taken, have taken place in coffee farms in Costa Rica and Mexico. Um, there are folks working out on um, the Salinas Valley on strawberries, um, and, and in all of these cases, to varying degrees, they've been able to demonstrate that birds do have um, an effect on reducing pests, and in some cases, actually reducing damage and improving yields when that is measured. So what can growers do to improve habitat for these <clears throat> beneficial birds without creating other problems for themselves in the orchard? Right, good question. So the other part of our study was not only to look at whether birds consume or predated on calling moths, but whether having something like a hedgerow on the edge of the orchard or having more habitat in the wider landscape would improve that service um, without causing disservices, which is, I think the second part of your question. And so um, we definitely did find that, that there were more predatory birds, useful birds to farmers when we had hedgerows on orchard edges and predation rates of the codling moth by birds were higher in landscapes that had more semi-natural landscape or semi-natural cover in the landscape. So that's like riparian areas and grasslands and oak woodlands and that sort of thing. And um, many other studies are now really trying to look at how to balance the beneficial effects of birds with the potential disservices of birds. So um, there are definitely bird species, specific species that will consume crops and be damaging for, for growers in terms of yield. And so we're actually trying to compile that data and come up with solutions for how to encourage the beneficial birds, but to discourage the non-beneficial birds. And often um, those aren't the same species, though sometimes they are in different seasons. So there's a lot of work to be done still there, but I think, um, you know, I think there have been, has been an assumption that all birds are damaging to crops, and that's definitely not the case, it turns out. So does this have the potential for other growing areas throughout California as well? Yes, definitely. And projects like this are happening all over the world, frankly. So I think that the it will depend on the crop. And I'm not sure if single, you know, there will be one solution that's, um, that works for all crops in the same way. But our goal is to try to 
get information from as many different crop types and try to make generalizations at least within regions and across specific you know types of crops like annual crops versus row crops versus orchards that sort of thing any final thoughts on beneficial birds for coddling moths? Well, I would just say that, um, you know, I worked with a lot of really great growers and so thankful for them allowing me to do work on their farms. And, and one thing I did learn is that bird or farmers often love birds about as much as I did. So <laughs> um, just remember that birds are your friends and there are things you can do to both benefit yourself and your, your, your crops um, by encouraging birds and, and things you can do to dissuade the ones that you don't want around. So look into it. There's a lot of information out there. Thank you. This is Jason Scott reporting from My Ag Life. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.